0: And now, enjoy today's podcast.
1: Hi, this is Andrew van Furen, and you're listening to the Daily Witness podcast. Today's episode is called Placing Yourself with Your Provision. So let's get into a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. And Lord, for the last month or so, Lord, you've been dealing with me on just taking That provision that you have provided for us, Lord, just stepping in there and just taking it. And Lord, I want to get this message over to your people. And Lord, I need your help in this. Now, Lord, I know your word says you will never leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, I thank you for that. So, Lord, use me today. And Lord, help me say the right words. And Lord, for everyone listening to this message, Lord, open their hearts. Open their eyes and their ears, their understanding, Lord. Open their understanding, Lord. And Lord, I ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so, you know, the body of Christ is experiencing a lot of different failures. Not everyone is struggling in the same area. Everyone has their own challenges. And, you know, you might be struggling in one thing, and the next man might be struggling in the same thing you have victory in. You see that? So not everyone is um, struggling with the same things. People are experiencing failures in different areas. And I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about the body of Christ. You know, the person next to you might be struggling in a tiny area. And you thinking to yourself, like, really? Like, that is nothing. But you might be, you know, experiencing failure in a big area. And, you know, the church... On the whole, they kind of make it out like it's God's fault. They make it out like, you know, it's not in his time or it's not his will or that he plays favorites. And, you know, I've said this before. You know what I like about the church in America? They seem more established. They seem more mature because a lot of churches or a lot of ministries that I follow that side, they preach what's in the word. And unfortunately, in South Africa, we're still struggling with everyone wants to be recognized, you know. And the focus is taken off the word and it is placed on them. And people want to call themselves prophets and apostles and evangelists. And, you know, they the title, they push the title way up there, you know. And the church in South Africa, they're not preaching Bible. I know when I was struggling with my eyes back in the day, you know, uh, there was this one church that they would place a big billboard outside their church and they'll say, come get your healing, you know, as if like that's the place to go to get healing. And listen, you can receive healing directly from the healer in the comfort of your own room because Jesus has actually already done the healing. Okay, Jesus has already died for you. He already took your sin. He already took your curse by his stripes he were healed you don't have to go anywhere to get your healing you can receive that physical manifestation of your healing directly from him wherever you are you can even be in another city you know and you can receive your healing you can be in your car okay and that is the problem in south africa churches are not preaching the finished work of jesus christ they're not preaching that you are the one that needs to take that provision directly from the Lord. And, you know, growing up, as I mentioned before, we lived in a lot of different neighborhoods in Port Elizabeth, and uh, in each neighborhood that we would live in, my parents would find a local church in that area. So I've been to quite a lot of churches in Port Elizabeth, and there are a lot of teachings that I heard over the years that you can't really do anything with. And I'm honest with you, you need to go to church or you need to follow ministry where you are being taught the word. And the word that you taught, you can go home and use. That's what ministries and churches are supposed to be about. That's exactly what ministries and churches are supposed to be about. You're supposed to grow spiritually. You know, churches should be teaching you how to receive healing from the Lord wherever you are you don't need to go somewhere to get healing listen you got the spirit of god living and abiding in you you got jesus in you you got the word of god many people have bible apps people have access to the internet almost wherever they go they can google any scripture they want and i'm old school like this i got physical bibles I love my physical Bibles. I even got a mini Bible that I take with me. So you don't need to go anywhere to get your stuff. Churches should be teaching you how to receive directly from the Lord. Instead of setting up a crutch mentality where you need to go to church to get a word from God. Where you need to go to church to receive your healing. You know where you are forced to do certain things to get certain things. Listen, Jesus is our Lord and our Savior. Jesus is our shepherd. We're supposed to be receiving directly from him. That's why it always irritates me when people go around claiming to be prophets. Listen, I do believe in prophets. They are prophets, but not everyone that calls himself a prophet is a prophet. I noticed true prophets of God don't go around announcing that they're prophets. They don't put emphasis on their title. They put emphasis on the word of God. And i said this many times. Every minister should be teaching the body of Christ to depend directly on the word, to go straight to the word to get your answers. So this message is about putting you next to your provision. People are struggling in many different areas, and people are in a real struggle. They need something they can take home and use. They need the word that they can take home and get results with. Because feel-good sermons don't cut it anymore. As a matter of fact, they've never cut it. You know, a person struggling with a sickness or disease or a person struggling with poverty or someone's marriage that's in the gutter. You know, they go to church and they sit there for maybe two hours and they're listening to a sermon that means absolutely nothing. And they go home and they're still in a mess. But the Bible talks about faith. The Bible talks about the fact that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So we're going to go to Mark chapter 11. And if you want to learn about faith, and I always say this, read what Jesus said about faith. If you want to learn about faith, follow his ministry, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those four books, those gospels are crammed with faith nuggets. So I'm going to be reading one of Jesus' faith teachings, and uh, I'll be reading from verse 22 all the way down to 24, and this is from the King James, and this is what the Bible has to say. And Jesus answering, saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith therefore I send you what thingse he desire when he pray believe that he received them and he shall have them so just in verse 22 23 and 24 there's so much going on and I don't have the time to break everything down and share all the revelation that I received over the years with you I don't have the time right now. But there's a few things I want to highlight. You know, let's go to verse 24. It says, Therefore I say unto you, What things over he desire, When he pray, Believe that he receive them, And he shall have them. So listen, When you go before the Lord, And you need provision, I'm going to say something very simple. And you know this already, But it's good to hear this again. When you go before the Lord, Seeking for provision... That's obviously something you don't have. So this is what the Bible says. Therefore, I say unto you, what things over he desire, when he pray, believe that he receive them, and he shall have them. Do you see that you've got to receive them first before you have them? I'm going to say that again. You need to receive them first before you have them. Man, that's too good to pass up. Listen to this. You need to receive them first before you have them. This is what the Bible says, believe that he received them and he shall have them. When you receive them in the beginning, you do not have it in the natural, but you receive them already and then, and then, and then they manifest in the natural. You see, so many Christians are looking for scratch card miracles. You know what a scratch card miracle is or a microwave miracle? something that you can sit on for two minutes, and bam, there's your miracle. This is what the Lord told me many years ago. He said, faith is a journey, not a scratch card. So if you want to receive something in your natural from the Lord, you need to receive it first before it manifests in the natural. Now, the current place that I'm living in, this place is a place that I really, really, really practiced my faith in. I believed God for many, many things. Some big things, some small things. I remember years ago, we've been living in this house for like almost 20 years. Uh, Years ago, I needed a desk. And what I did is I designed a desk on paper. I'm the type of person, I like working with my hands. So anything got to do with cars, anything got to do with woodwork, like I'm there. And... You know, when it comes to painting, I will paint because I like working with my hands. So I did a couple of projects in woodwork before and it turned out great. And uh, I don't want to get into that, but I like working with my hands and I designed the perfect desk that I want. So I went before the Lord and I said, Lord, I need a desk. And, you know, there's new desks that they sell that are small. Yes, you do get the bigger ones. But the bigger the desk goes, the price tag also increases. And the smaller desks, man, you can't do much with it. You know, I needed a big desk, something to hold a bunch of stuff that I have. And I designed the perfect desk. I went before the Lord. I said, Lord, I need a desk. And what did I do? In my room, I found a spot that my desk would sit. And just a side note, the desk is sitting there right now, right there in the corner exactly where I planned that it was going to be. Anyway, so I cleared that space and I'm a neat person. i always do spring cleaning in my room. I'll always uh, dust. I'll always vacuum. And I went to that spot and I vacuumed even more. And I got this roller chair that I bought and I put it exactly where I would be sitting. And I left it like that. And I remember when Trevor used to walk into the room, he would see the spot and the way it was situated, he was a bit confused because there was nothing there. But there was a spot evident. And the way I positioned my chair, I positioned my chair that it was at the desk. So he was a little confused about that. But cut a long story short, the desk came. And I used my faith. I received that desk first before I got that desk. Same thing happened with my chest of drawers. I believe God for a chest of drawers and I picked a place in my room and I laid masking tape on the floor where the chest of drawers would be and I got a debt-free chest of drawers exactly what I wanted and my actions ran in accordance with what I was believing God for. I received it first before I got it. Now what I did with my chest of drawers besides laying down the tape on the floor every night where i would leave my room i would pretend to run my hand across that chest of drawers and i would thank the lord for chest of drawers but in the natural there was no chest of drawers there but the bible says this is what the bible says therefore i say unto you what things over he desire when he pray believe that he receive them and he shall have them i was acting Like I had that chest of drawers, even though I did not have that chest of drawers. But me acting like it and me confessing it, my, listen, my actions and my words spoke in line with what I was believing God for. And because I believed I received it, I got the chest of drawers. So my big desk came by faith. My chest of drawers came by faith. I trusted God for computer. And the funny thing is I got computers. I didn't get one computer. I got computers. I remember when I was believing God for a TV and I bought, quite a few years ago, I bought this nice TV stand and I would always clean it off and I would keep it in very good condition. So if you'd look at it, you'd think it's brand new, but that's just the way I look after my stuff. And I pretended like I had a TV right there on this TV stand of mine and uh, Morris and the girls would come over and visit and... I would pretend to dust my TV in front of the girls. (laughs) And the girls would ask me if they could dust my TV. There wasn't a TV there. I promise you this, there was not a TV there. But I was believing God for a TV. Now, anyone can, you know, go out and buy things. But guess what? When you need God to manifest in your situation, if you're not practicing your faith in smaller things, it's going to be hard when you're under severe pressure and you need the help of the Lord. So, you know, a wise man will start practicing faith in smaller areas, and a wise man will continue walking in faith, because as time goes by, as the different projects come and go, you're actually getting stronger and stronger and stronger in faith, and you're actually learning how to do all these things. And anyway, I would let the girls pretend to clean off the TV, and I would tell them, I would say, just, just be careful, it's a, it's a new TV. And I kid you not, I was blessed with two TVs that I did not pay a cent for because this is how we live. I decided to believe God when I was coming out of my prom with my eyes and I was receiving my healing. As an act of faith, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, now that I'm healed, I need a smartphone again because I used to have a smartphone. And then what happened when I was getting so dizzy, I was forced to get rid of that smartphone and when I was coming out of it man I was I was going in there and I was taking my healing and I said lord as an act of faith lord I need to trust you for a smartphone and I did and I was blessed with an iPhone you see faith works faith works you know if you're going to put your faith out there and you're going to stick with it and you're going to follow the principles that's in the word of god you cannot fail I'm just going to go back one verse to verse 23, and it says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Listen, once again, if you've got a problem in your life, you've got to use your words against it. If you need provision in your life, you need to speak the word. This is all part of receiving your actions. Whatever comes out of your mouth, it has to be in line with what you believe in God for. You know, if you want to receive your healing, you cannot go around continuously acting sick, speaking sickness, and expect God to manifest his healing in your body. It doesn't work like that. Because, once again, the Bible says, What things ever he desire, when he pray, believe that he receive it and he shall have it. You cannot receive something and speak against that thing. If you need financial provision, you need to be speaking financial increase. You cannot be speaking poverty and acting like a poor man and expect God to manifest his increase in your life. You need to start putting yourself with your miracle. You do that with your actions. You do that with the words of your mouth. You do that with your praise. You do that with general planning. What do I mean by that? When I was believing God for my healing, the Lord spoke to me. This is what the Lord told me to speak. He said that I must say, now that I'm healed, I can. And man, I wrote that on the back of my door. I wrote that on every second page of my journal. Now that I'm healed, I can. Now that I'm healed, I can. Now that I'm healed, I can. And I started making lists of all the things I can do now that I'm healed. I was planning around my healing. I wasn't planning around my problem I was planning around my healing you see Christians don't want to do this Christians don't want to throw all their chips in listen I'm not a gambling man but I know the term when you got to go all in you got to go all in and when it comes to faith you got to go all in the other day I went to the shop and I'm in a faith project now where I'm receiving the woman that God has for me and I went in there and when you're receiving anything from the Lord you got to act like it's so. you got to speak like it's so. you got to thank God like it's so. It has to consume you, just like it consumed Abraham. Now, Abraham struggled in the beginning. He struggled to receive a kid from his wife Sarah. He struggled. He struggled. But the Lord kept ministering to him, and the Lord kept giving him images to keep his eyes on. What I mean by that, the Lord said, step outside and try and count the stars, because that's how much kids you can have. If you can count the sand, the Lord even told him to walk through a certain part of the land. And he said, I'm going to give this land to your kids. He was giving him images to meditate on. He gave him a word to speak. He changed his name. Okay. It ended up consuming Abraham to the point where he was glorifying God all the time. You know he was not considering the deadness of his body. He wasn't considering the deadness of his wife's womb. He was letting that word consume him. So whatever you believe in God for you have to let it consume you. So I went to the shop and I went to the toiletry section and I bought a loofah for my wife and I was there with my father. We went to the tills and there was a cashier there and I'm paying for the stuff my father paid for his stuff first. And I'm, I'm paying for my stuff. And I said, my wife was looking for one of these. You know, I didn't say, I'm still going to get a wife one day. No, 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 no. The Bible says in Mark chapter 10 verse 9, What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. God has already done the joining. We're not waiting for him to do the joining. God has already done the joining. It is us that need to do the receiving. When it comes to healing, it is us that need to do the receiving. When it comes to financial increase, it is us that needs to do the receiving. Now, I've heard people believe in God for healing, and they'll say things like, when they get healed. But the Bible doesn't say that. It says, by his stripes, he were healed. You see that? The Bible says, God sent his word and healed us and delivered us from our destructions. I've heard someone believe in God for a partner, and they said, it's going to be so nice when our partners come. No, the Bible says, what therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. You know, that's a massive reason why Christians are failing in the body of Christ, because they're not putting themselves with their provision. They're still looking. They are still looking in the flesh. They're not taking God's word seriously. If God says that he has done the healing, he has done the healing. Start thinking like it, start acting like it, start talking like it, start making plans about it. Why do Christians go out there and do their own joining? Because they're not putting themselves with their spouses. If God says that he has done the joining, God has done the joining. So take it. Why do people struggle financially? Because they're not putting themselves with that provision. Don't go through life always blaming God, always thinking he is the problem, always thinking it's not his will, always thinking that he's got his own timing. No, you are the one that controls the timing. If you are going to start putting yourself with your miracle and you're going to start talking like it, acting like it, feeding on teachings that say you got it, then that waiting period between you and your manifestation is going to get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. So from today, From right now, repent before the Lord and say, Lord, I was wrong. You are always right. You have met all my needs in Christ Jesus. And Lord, I'm going to start receiving what you have already done. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing.
0: Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sew via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sew into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of Snapscan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.